Hello to the boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Courtesy of our friends across the pond at Boxing247.com. I'm going to start you off with uh, the big fight night that took place over in uh, Newcastle on the weekend where we saw a WBO middleweight champ, Savannah, the silent assassin, Marshall Maine, undefeated as she headlined the Tilita Arena in uh, knockout fashion against Femke Herman, setting up the biggest fight in women's boxing history against the WBC, IBF, then WBA middleweight champ, Clarissa Shields, who's also undefeated with 12-0 record, two knockouts. Super good fight. Uh, it was profiled uh, by both uh, Cedric and then Cedric and Mike uh, yesterday on Sunday, so I won't go into the fight in greater detail. Other than to say that uh, Femke got knocked out. Um, in the uh, chief support bout that took place that day, we had one of our favorites here on the channel, Florian Marku, uh, also remained undefeated and defended his IBF international welterweight title uh, in his toughest test to date, for sure, against British uh, Commonwealth titleist Chris Jenkins, who's now 23-5-3. and three. Uh, Mark, whose record now stands at 11 wins, no defeats, and one draw with seven knockouts. Elsewhere on uh, that fight uh, card, as I mentioned last week, Zach Shelley, who's now 11-1-1 with six knockouts, returned to boxing duties for the first time in the year with a hard-earned stoppage over late opponent Jack Kilgannon, who's now 11-1, also with three knockouts in the sixth round handing him his first defeat in the process. A clash of heads occurred in the sixth round with Shelley coming off worse with a huge cut in his hairline, but the cut appeared to annoy him, and he unleashed a fear, ferocious overhead right knocking Kilcannon out towards the end of the round. Good stuff. Uh, elsewhere on that card, we saw British boxing latest breakout star Brad Rhea, who's 13-0 with five knockouts, adding yet another victory to his journey. Uh, with a defeat uh, over uh, Lucas, gosh, Lucas Natafaluma, uh, who's now 20 and 5 with uh, 10 knockouts. Quick little wrap up of the card. Uh, hailing from a back boxing family, Luke Cope, who's 4 0 with zero knockouts, with victorious in his return to the ring, beating journeyman Lee Connolly over four rounds. Uh, Following last October's upset defeat to Kirsty Bavington, Newcastle's own April Hunter returned to winning ways with a 60-54 unanimous decision victory over Esther Kanika, who's won a 15-1 draw with zero knockouts. Switching camps to join forces with Peter Fury and Savannah Marshall, Hunter will be looking to build on this victory and continue her young career in the right direction. Did I mention her? Her record, 5-1, uh, and 5-1, not bad. Alrighty, elsewhere we saw undefeated British cruiserweight Michael Webster, who's 7-0 and for five knockouts, gaining his fifth victory um, over Erdogan Kadriga, who's 17-5 with 11 knockouts. Also, we saw Georgia O'Connor, who's 2-0, continuing her young professional career with boxer as she defeated El Erica Alvarez, 
who's now two and six. Formerly with Team GB and a five-time national champion as an amateur, Geo, as she's known, Georgia O'Connor, uh, used her boxing ability to convincingly beat the Argentine earlier on the undercard. Josea Stewart faced the well-seasoned heavyweight journeyman, Phil Williams, earlier in the night at Utilita Arena. Stewart, the 24-year-old, took four scheduled rounds to defeat Williams, but made sure he did so with a convincing unanimous decision that the referee scored 40 to 36. And uh, we, saw, we also saw Maddie Harris, who's now 2-0, make easy work. In his second professional fight as a young heavyweight, he crushed Matt Metzis, who's now 0-5 in the first round with a beautifully timed right uppercut that will be remembered as the most brutal knockout of the night. Good stuff over in Newcastle, England. Coming back across the pond to Dearborn, just outside of Detroit, we saw Detroit's undefeated lightweight Eric DeLeon making press return to the ring against Colombia's Heavenson Herrera. Fighting in the main event of the Salida Promotions Detroit Ball event in the Lincoln Ballroom at the Ford Community Performing Arts Center, DeLeon took only a minute to size up the uh, South American before moving in with a blistering two-fisted assault that left Herrera down for the count at two minutes, 48 seconds of round number one. Elsewhere on that card, I was looking forward to this. Uh, in a battle of undefeated 175-pass luggers, WBC number nine, IBF number 15, WBO number 14, light heavyweight, Ali Ismailov, who's now 8-0 uh, with six knockouts, showed why he's a world contender in just seven fights with a brutal hammering of Chile's Abraham Tebes, who's now 7-1 with three knockouts. The pulverizing fists of Ismailov turned the South American's face to a swollen mask as the rounds progressed. The wild swinging Tebes tried hard, but Ismailov is in another league and headed for a world championship fight in the near future. The official verdict was technical knockout as uh, Tebes rightly decided to stay on the stool before the round began. Trainer David, uh, John David, John David Jackson had Ismailov looking like a potential future star. Someone who we've reported on quite often and interviewed on Talk and Fight uh, via Israel, now trained out of Las Vegas. Super flyweight David Alaverdian, who's now 6-0 with five knockouts, made his United States fighting debut a successful one over Hungary's Jano Tonte, who's now 9-10 with eight knockouts. A perfectly timed left hook dropped Tonte in round two, and the follow-up barrage ended matters. Alaverdian appears to be the real thing. His Matrix-like performance had 18-fight uh, veteran Tante struggling to land a shot, while his own shots elicited oohs and ahs from the large crowd in attendance. Referee Gerard White called off the slaughter at 1 minute and 15 seconds. Yoza. Elsewhere on that card, undefeated Grand Rapids, Michigan-based Joshua Pagan, who's now 2-0, ended his schedule for four lightweight against winless Calvin Glover, who's now 0-5 out of Chicago, at 1 minute, 36 seconds of the first round. In an eight-round middleweight showdown, undefeated Timur Kerafuf, 13-0, seven knockouts make quick work out of once-promising veteran Cleotas Pendarlis, who's now 21-10-2, knocking him out at two minutes, two seconds of round number two with a thunderbolt left hand. An eight-round heavyweight showdown to open the show broke out an old-fashioned slugfest between heavyweight prospect and current WBC, USNBC, silver heavyweight champ, Brendan Moore, who's now 11-0 with seven knockouts, and clever veteran Curtis Harper, who's now 13-7 with nine knockouts of his own. 
The undefeated Moore suffered a serious cut over his left eye from an accidental headbutt in round two, and the blood streamed down his face, seemed to energize Harper to become even more aggressive. What followed was an entertaining back-and-forth battle with Moore landing more often with more accurate shots and Harper landing enough right hands to keep things very interesting throughout. Harper lost a point for hitting on the break in round four that he protested vehemently. In the end, the blood-soaked Moore came away with a hard-fought unanimous decision by wider-than-action scores of 79-72, 80-71, and 80-71. Good stuff down in Detroit. Well, Dearborn. Near Detroit. Elsewhere, let's have a quick look here at the uh, Connecticut Convention Center. Headline, a long day of amateur professional boxing in front of his hometown fans for the first time. Unbeaten Hartford super lightweight. Naquan Williams, now 17-0-1, earned his eighth career knockout win by defeating New Jersey's Tyrone Lucky. Perhaps he should be unlucky. Lucky. Anyway, 15-7 for his record via a fifth-round stoppage. Elsewhere on that card... The co-main was good as advertised at Springfield, Massachusetts featherweight. Josh Orta, who's now 9-0, eked out as 57, 57, 59, 55, 58, 56. Majority decision win over tough Puerto Rican challenger J. Ron Santiago to keep his perfect record intact. Um, Springfield welterweight Jalen Renault, 8-0, also remained unbeaten with a hard-fought uh, unanimous decision win over Philadelphia's Ethan C. Dixon. Uh, in the opening bout, Hartford bantamweight Angel Gonzalez, 9-0, kept his perfect record intact with a decisive yet competitive unanimous decision win over 46-fight veteran Ira Terry, who's now 27-20, uh, fighting out of Memphis, Tennessee. Good stuff in Connecticut. Right on. We're having a good weekend of fights here. But the big one uh, for you longtime uh, listeners of Talking Fight that I'm happy to report here. Remember we uh, reported uh, last week and the week prior that there was a big uh, elite boxing championship taking place down in Ecuador. Among the various uh, countries competing, uh, fighters arrived from Argentina, Aruba, Barbados, Bermuda, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Costa Rica, Cuba, Dominican Republic, Ecuador. There was even a fair chance team, Guatemala, Guyana, Haiti, Honduras, Mexico, Panama, Paraguay, Puerto Rico, St. Lucia, St. Martin, Trinidad and Tobago, and United States of America, and did I mention Canada? Most particularly in the women's division, in the 54-kilogram category, Scarlett Delgado came out victorious and won her battle, claiming a gold medal at the AMBC American Elite Boxing Championships among uh, the many competitors from uh, around the world who showed up to fight on that particular uh, tournament. Fantastic stuff for Scarlett. Congratulations to her. As we all know, she used to have her own show called The Female Fist here on Talking Fight uh, before leaving uh, to go train uh, for this very competitive event. And uh, you can find out much more detail on the Boxing247.com website. Uh, it looks like, like to be very, very entertaining and uh, very competitive. And congratulations again to Scarlett. Let's go back around the world over to Spain, where Ricketts Bolotniks, Earned a fantastic win on Friday night as he defeated previously unbeaten Hervo J. Sepp. And that was taking place in Barcelona. The two men went head-to-head -head at the Palau Olympic Belle de Bron in Spain on a matchroom boxing event that was broadcast live on the zone. It saw Bolotniks, who's now 19-6-1 with eight knockouts, return to action for the first time since his fight with Joshua Boazzi last summer. 
now turning his attention to Sepp, who's now 11-1, who had yet to taste defeat in his 11 professional fights. Oh, well, now he has. Despite being the underdog, it was a superb performance from Bolotniks as the Lion dictated proceedings throughout the majority of the eight rounds. It went the distance with the judges scoring it, uh, 78-75, 78-75, and 77-75, as Bolotniks claimed the unanimous decision victory and returned to winning ways. I'd mentioned the big uh, boxer event in Newcastle prior to that event happening. Having reached the pinnacle of amateur boxing success, Olympic heroines Lauren Price and Curtis Ardingstall will now enter the professional ranks under the boxer banner. With fellow Olympians Clarissa Shields, Caroline Dubois, and Tosh Jones in attendance, Price and Ardingstall were unveiled as the newest signings to the roster today at a press conference held in Newcastle's Utilta Arena prior to their big event, which was headlined, as we just said, by WBO world middleweight champion, Savannah Marshall. Putting an exclamation point, quite frankly, on uh, women's boxing and how competitive it is becoming. The signing of Price and Artingstall to exclusive long-term promotional agreements confirms Boxer as the home, as the world's strongest stable professional female boxers and Sky Sky Sports as the biggest platform for the women's side of the sport. That's debatable, but whatever. Born and raised in Wales, Price was an outstanding athlete from a young age and achieved success across several sports before deciding to focus exclusively on boxing. She played professional football, for example, for several years with Cardiff City and also captained the Welsh under-19 national team. Um, the crown and glory of her amateur career came at the 2020 Summer Olympics when she won a gold medal for Great Britain in the middleweight division. In recognition of her incredible achievements, Price was appointed member of the Order of the British Empire, that's MBE, in 2022 New Year Honours List. Uh, Ardingstall, a gunner in the Royal Horse, Royal Horse Artillery, also medaled at the 2020 Summer Olympics, winning bronze in the highly competitive women's featherweight division after a close loss in the semi-finals. A year prior, she'd won two medals for England, taking silver in the 2019 European Championships and bronze in the World Championships. Those medals joining a hall, which also included gold medals from the 2018 Elite Championships and the 2012 and 2013 Junior Championships. Congratulations to Price and Artingstall and to Boxer for increasing the profile of women's boxing around the world. Hopefully they'll come over to Canada and take a look at Scarlett Delgado. Alrighty, and finally, uh, keeping on the Boxer tip, that's B-O-X-X-E-R, uh, they have signed an agreement with Bet365. As it reads, Boxer is delighted to announce an extension of its partnership with Bet365, who will continue as the official betting partner of Boxer until 2023. Since the company's inception in 2000 by Denise Coates, CBE, Bet365 has become a global operation offering an unparalleled online betting experience to more than 63 million customers in more than 20 languages. Bet365 is renowned for its innovation and award-winning and industry-leading betting products, having pioneered in-play betting as it continues to break new ground in software innovation. This includes live streaming of 600,000 events per year on its digital platforms and is complemented by its casino, poker, game, and bingo offerings. 
So I'm sure that just uh, adds to the pots and the purses that are available to all those female fighters they've been announcing and, uh, and good stuff uh, for uh, boxing in general. Uh, let's have a quick look here, see if they've made any announcements with respect to Croatia Shields. I'm a quick look here for you fans. Nope. Nope. Uh, ben Shalom, uh, CEO of Boxer, said it's been a pleasure working with Bet365 since our launch with Sky Sports in October 2021, and we're delighted to be taking our partnership to the next level. Bet365 is a truly global brand with great values. We look forward to working on so many comic events together in the coming year, yada, yada. All right. Thanks very much for joining me. Appreciate it. That's all the news fit to print today. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and uh, if you're on YouTube, uh, join our membership group. It's growing. Uh, we'd appreciate it if you would. So we can help uh, pay Tim Witherspoon. And uh, remember to join me today at 4 p.m. Eastern time uh, as I join uh, Mike Orr at 4 for Knuckle Up. Thank you, and we'll see you later on.